practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Uh, welcome to the jerk practice spook cast. Spooktacular? <laughs> Spooktacular, thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Casey. I'm Hans. How's everyone doing? Good, good. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I could start off because I had it in my notes from from a few weeks ago okay and i didn't bring it up but i was like oh this is now like funny as i wrote it down i was like this fits into halloween okay and the the larger jerk practice mythos about um and and i was like oh cool we're talking about digging up bones sign us up uh did you know they were uh warren g harding's Grand's great grandson's trying to dig up his bones. I did not know that. Uh, do you have some more on that? Any reason were they? Tr- oh, oh! Can I? May I? Uh, may I? He garner a guess. You may. At why? Okay. Yes. Go for it. Are they? Were they theorizing that he was poisoned rather than what? Did something gastrointestinal happened to him, and they wanted to prove prove the case? No, it's like a postmodern horror movie. This guy wants the curse. Hmm. This guy wants the mummy's curse. Okay. He's he's digging up Warren G. Harding's bones to prove that he's war- of Warren G. Harding's bones. So he wanted to prove that he was a relative. Yes. Ah, gotcha. Which I was like, amazing. Yeah, why not? Why would you not want to attach your name to a little bit of sizzle? But as we know about Warren G. Harding, then you then you're saddled with the debt, right? Yeah, exactly. And also hey. the claim to like Warren G. Harding's spot. He was a real uh, oh Warren. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all, and uh, that's so fitting that you mentioned that because I have uh, later on if you want to get into it, I have a quiz that's very Halloween and very presidential in nature. Warren G. Harding was, yes, a louse. Always very interesting to me to hear all of the writing oh, of course, about yes. him of the day. Like, he was such a handsome, good-looking man. And it's just yeah. the same as, like, it's, you know, culturally, or what's the word I'm looking for? Just that of the era. Because when I look at Warren G. Harding, he just looks like, I don't know. Like it's like a great uncle. Yeah, like a principal or something. But in like, like the picture attached to the stories as I like researched it, he's holding a baseball as if it was an alien device. Mm. So it's like the limpiest baseball throw. So other than me and you and like the jerk practice being like orangey Harding fans, I was like, why would you want to hit your wagon to that? Right, right. I guess a little, uh, you know, that's that. It's the same reason somebody's like, you know, I'm related to, I don't know why I was going to, I'm related to George Washington. It's like, no shit. Mostly, you know, like my great, great, great. It's like, (laughs) who gives a shit? Uh, Harding's a little different. Like, I just remember (laughs) in grade school, everybody be like, I'm Jefferson's, I'm related to Jefferson's (laughs) aunt. It's like like a Williamsburg boutique relation. Yeah. If everybody can go. Genghis Khan, yeah, and or Marco Polo or whatever the deep cut like I'm related to, 
Like, I got a deep cut. I can, uh, like, I'm related to William the Conqueror. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 We all got but, the deep like, cuts. That's so far away. It doesn't matter. Like, weren't you already so close? Yeah, right. It's like, I mean, he's like Burt Reynolds. You know, like, I'm related to Burt Reynolds. Really? No shit. But, Are you? But less. Well, like, I people care still more about Burt Reynolds than Warren Burt Reynolds. It's like pulling were, out a Grover yeah. Cleveland. Everybody's like, I mean, the picture? There's your movie we never got. Harding's Bones? Bill Murray got to do The Razor's Edge. Burt Reynolds should have got to do Harding's Edge. <laughs> Harding had an edge to him. I don't know. So, year, not too long ago, his love letters were released. Like, his estate. So, it, it came to light. You know, he had a he had a very specifically two mistresses. And one was his longest lasting mistress mistress he actually had a child with a love child she was she was like 25 years younger and again in her letter she's like this handsome beau he was like already 55 and she was 25 at the time it's it's he looks like mike pence plus 10 years there you go yeah he's like a mix of mike pence and her old boss tom he's got a very big head and grease back hair but he would always write her letters and it was like they're very childish but they were they were they were horny and childish. Like there's something like I guess <laughs> That's if a perfect combo right there. If you your first girlfriend was from church camp and you spent the rest of the summer writing each other before you never wrote each other ever again. Yeah. It'd be like so now a days it'd be like I got a boner that don't quit and it's cuz I'm thinking about your tits. <laughs> Didn't mean to rhyme, you know, <laughs> but like <laughs> whatever i mean head harding there, when, once he gets in you it's like the mummy's curse but warren harding he was still more cryptic but not cryptic between them because he named his cock jerry so in all <laughs> he did he did <laughs> and it curled but yeah uh, <laughs> uh so his letters would be like as i write to you old jerry won't stop trying to get my attention which it's just like <laughs> Yo, baby, yo, baby, I got a yo boner, baby. yo, baby. Um, we got a baby. So, like, there's all these letters in his estate. Um, you know, it's like that old, uh, not an old adage, but it was like you the old tradition. got a bunch of horny? Where um, journalists or whatever would be like, we need to um, hold, continue holding the presidency in high regard. And we know these are some nasty letters. And the estate's like, all right, you can release them in 80 years. And they were just like, okay, all right. And they did it. Then they released them and they were all, you know, like, I got a yo baby, yo, yo baby, baby, yo baby. My dong is yo baby. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jerry is pretty scary. He was. <laughs> He's going to need a little. Oh, nice. He was pretty, um, pretty, pretty, pretty nasty guy. Uh, like he was one of you know you got to be in the circle he was like um d'angelo vickers from the office if you were in his circle yeah. you were good to go like he was pretty nasty to his wife and he was very biting like there's this story that apparently she was like i just i don't think you should be this is while he's president in the white house i just don't think you should be playing pokers with your buddies during the day and he was like oh yeah get me a sandwich and then he was like we're going to play pokers for 24 hours straight go and as like 
as like a review. Just out, of, yeah. as, out of spite, he made his <laughs> friends play poker for 24 <laughs> hours straight in the White House. We Just... have things to do. It's 1920. Yeah. Many things. Well, I have a farm to tend to. Oh, man. I'm from Ohio. I'm the president. You'll do what I say. Uh, he's depicted... I don't know if this was necessarily true. He is depicted as quite the dolt. Quite the, like, uh, mm-hmm. vacant dolt in uh, Boardwalk Empire. I don't know if you remember yes. that. But, like, he's just yeah. like, Hi, how you doing? And, and I forget the name of his... Um, basically, as he had a handler who ended up becoming his secretary of state who ended up just embroiled in all you hear all these famous schemes like teapot dome and everything he actually wasn't involved in that because he was involved in so much more (laughs) like teapot dome is nothing compared to really what this guy was getting under and all like the self-service and um all these um appointments and everything and all this money put in his pocket but more importantly is he Kind of like what Trump's doing in a way, but way more corrupt if mm-hmm. you think Trump's corrupt. He just was slowly stacking the du- judiciary and pulling back all these regulations. So when he finally got caught, like he was so – it was such an affront. He was so um, – it was such an efface, like breaking the laws where he's just like, I'm going to get caught. There's no way. But what I've done is I've put in all these – all these um, these things in place that when I do get caught – they can't do anything to me. So he did, right. and it was huge, Sorry. and they were just like, but we can't prosecute him because this, that, and the other. Um, we will have to tear down this entire system. Exactly. He's like, do you want to tear down American democracy, or do you want me to give me a slap on the wrist? Suck it, Jerry's. There you go, Jerry. That is... Uh, Jerry, Jerry. That is almost too, mu- too good of a lead-in not to go right... Do you want a quiz? Or do you want to hear about a real-life horror story as of today? Real life. Oh, man. I, I gotta leave it up to you. I brought you what I the real mummy's curse from Marion, Ohio. The the bones of, of uh, Harding. I don't know. Let's go real. Let's you go, go real? real? Alright. And then that'll ease us into to lighter fare. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been laughing about this all day in in waiting for this podcast. So let me not uh, let me not build it up too much. We start off last week. So I go see a dermatologist once a year. <laughs> once a year, I work outside. I'm in the sun. Let's, it's let's sun. play the de- let, dad talk. Do do do. Dad talk. Yeah. Ski bop bop. Ski bop bop bop. It's dad talk. It's not worth it. I've seen too many. Had too many scares of much older people that we hang out at, with at the beach once a year, who've had a melanoma. Just got to get it. You see this thing? Yeah. See this thing over here? See this spot? I thought it was a pimple. But it never healed. Didn't heal for four months. Went in. Carcinoma. Got it taken care of. Good thing I did. Good thing my wife knows somebody who's in who's who knows somebody who's good with skin. Yeah. So I was like, all right, all right. My insurance covers it. I don't want to go down for a freckle. So I go get checked out once yeah. a year. Um, this one I was supposed to get my yearly like right after coronavirus hit, and I was like, fuck mm-hmm. that shit. Got another message. Hey, your rescheduled appointment's coming up. And I actually online. <laughs> I online canceled. I was like, I still don't need to go see, you know, 
But I was like, nope. Yeah. Not going down for a freckle. So <laughs> they call me again and they didn't have a record that I canceled the appointment. So I was like, all right, I'll come in. So I got my appointment at 730 this morning. I'm really burying a lead here. Um, so go in and just just for all for you and the listeners, this clinic specifically, it's just for dermatology uh-huh. is beautiful. I can't believe my shilly insurance covers it. They have like Japanese rock gardens out front. It's super modern. Okay. It's super sleek, clean. You're healing yourself just walking yeah, through yeah. this space. I think they really pay the bills. I don't know which is which. So they do like the regular dermatology checkup, but then they also offer all the crazy shit like cool sculpting and laser and all this stuff. So it's very, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of cosmetic stuff as well. So go in, uh, get signed up. I go in and sit in. I'm talking to a nurse brings you in and she's like, hey, you know, what's going on? Anything specific? A little pause. I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, anything going on? little pause I'm like no i'm good oh nothing abnormal you just i was like yeah i work outside you know i was like makes sense you know um just to get checked out had a a lot of moles removed in the family (laughs) no she's like no skin cancer in the family i was like no just a lot of moles removed she's like okay (laughs) (laughs) we keep them though can you put it in a bag so i can take it home because that's the She's like, all right. She gives me a gown. She's like, uh, a back, open back gown. She's like, uh, strip down uh, to your underwear. Put this gown on. Keep the back open. All right. And you're like, no, no, I'd rather not. I'd rather just go buck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no buck. No buck. Um, so I put on my gown. I'm waiting there in my skivvies, just kind of standing up like, ah, I don't want to lay down in this thing. It's already, you know, I'm still in a clinic. It's gross. Um, doctor comes in. I think she's my last, she was this person I normally see. These are Mm -hmm. such quick appointments. Like they just do a scan. And actually I look over on the the computer and they actually pull up a 3d image of a body and they have little markers that they're looking at. So like on my body, it would have been like three markers and she's going to check this mole, make sure it didn't change color, didn't change size, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Check this one. Just doing the body scan. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you work here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's good. I looked down at one point, and I'm like, "This will come in. This will come in handy later." Because I'm, I'm actually debating something in my head this whole time. Uh, I look down, and she's got like loafers on, but she's got cut off. She's got jeans on, but they're like cut off and frayed. Like looks like she, maybe a home job. Mm-hmm. Like she frayed her okay. own jeans before, you know, I'm like, gave wow. him a little extra distress. A nice, I was like, I get people are, I get like, I'm, I'm not, I don't do it buying the distressed, but it's like, I think those are home distressed. This is a doctor we're talking about. And I'm thinking about <laughs> that. I'm job. Something over. She's checking me over. <laughs> uh, you know, everything. I was like, yeah, you know, nothing crazy. Just so, so anything else going on? Pause. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Well, some downstairs, maybe I think. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's checking me over, and uh, I'm like, ah, you know, good. She checks a mole. The nurse is in there in the corner, by the way, in front of me in the corner, <laughs> t- taking notes. Uh, <laughs> she go lifting the arm. She really. I, Meg just gave me a nice haircut. She's she's really going under the hair, and I'm like, wow. 
she must just know she got an in. She's like, normally, you know, maybe I remember this guy having long hair, so go really check the skull. He said he's on the outside. Lift my arm, you know, turn over in your stomach, lift your side. How's work going? Been crazy because of COVID and, you know, small talk. Um, Everything's looking good, and you're feeling good about everything's everything's good? (laughs) Pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm okay, yeah. So, the pause has been sensed, as I think everybody's sensed it on this podcast now. She does want, you got a little athlete's foot still. I was like, yeah, uh, we did talk about that. You actually gave me a prescription for that. Uh, And I'm still, you know, I should be better about it. I still have a full tube of it. She's like, it looks better, but I was like, I got a full tube and I just need to be more active with it. Oh, yeah, okay. So you need me to put in a prescription for that? No, no, I still got plenty. Okay, okay. So (laughs) we're good. Anything else? (laughs) And I go, uh, all right, here, we're doing this. And she sees it, and she sees that I'm I'm going for it. And I go, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Keep in mind, the nurse is sitting there going, this son of a bitch. Like, and she's going, this son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> she knows where it. we're going and she's going she could have told the, the nurse of the... she could have told the nurse she could have given me like a here we go but now i'm 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 unprepared this is supposed to be a checkup and i go uh how do we put this and i just see her just she just goes all right and i go oh, so i do have a bump and in my head i didn't have it prepared because i was like i'm just gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm an adult, man. Got a family to feed here. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I got a bump. And we all know where this is going. We don't know quite where it's going, but we know where it's going know, but... once I trying to think of what to say. And I should I say this. I go, it's in my uh, un- <laughs> general. Um, it's in my underwear region. <laughs> and she's just like, all right. Okay. And been waiting all day to do this. Yeah. Well, it's early morning, and I'm and in my head, I'm going, I'm going through worst case scenarios, and my worst case scenario is the embarrassing, like where she goes, "That's for a proctologist. How dare you!" Right? But she doesn't yeah. even know where to go with it because I've just said underwear region. There's a General, lot going on that's under a the lot. wear, if yeah. you know what I mean. There's a so, trunk. We're going around. So, we got 360 so underwear degrees. region. She goes, mm, "Okay, okay." <laughs> And now I've got to go where it's going. So in her head, she's going, is this guy going to show me his dick? Is this guy going to show me his asshole? What's going on? He's just said bump. And in my head, (laughs) I should just go. So what I got is a bump on my taint between my nutsack (laughs) and my butthole. And it would have been better for everybody if I just said I got a bump. On my taint between my nutsack and my butthole, because oh, I'm just going. Right, of course, I yeah. got a bump on my uh, uh, and the paws, and I just go. What's the col- colloquial <laughs> way? Yeah, I, go, I go. It's between my testes and my rectum. <laughs> <Testes>. <laughs> and you went full doc on it. You went full doctor on yeah, it. I went doc. Ah, uh, well, as a as a, <gasps> a professional as well, it's between. Uh, and I'm sitting, and she just goes. Okay. And I think even she's like, all right, he said between. So I think I dodged a bullet and I'm still waiting for her to go. 
It's not my uh, it's not my job, pal. It's my forte, buddy. But uh, I gotta call in old Mean Gene. He's yeah. gonna come in with the spelunking gear. So I'm sitting basically Indian style on the bed as we're having this conversation, <laughs> and she just goes, uh, "Okay, we gotta get the reason." Nurse ready is in for... front of me to the left. She's looking down at her iPad now, and she's going, "You didn't prepare me for this shit either. I could have been, I could have been out of the room by now, <laughs> yeah. but you just buried the lead." So she I just goes, um, "How you want to do it? You want to go on your stomach, or you want to on your back?" I'm going. Let's go, let's go back. Let's go back. So I got to pull back, so the, go pull up, back the present. shorts, lift up my nutsack, and kind of spread my cheek a little <laughs> oh, bit. No, gotcha. I've seen and those magazines. A, I know what you're talking about. It's such a gotcha. It's such a gotcha. <laughs> and I'm sitting there You've just exposed. a little camera down there. And it, keep in mind... In my, none of us has to go through this if this thought wasn't in my head. And this is the thought that was in my head. As I'm sitting there, I'm like, Farrah Fawcett. A white dot on her butthole took out Farrah Fawcett because she didn't want to do anything about it. Because Farrah Fawcett died of rectal cancer. And she talked about noticing like a speck but not doing anything about it. And sure enough, it ate her butthole out and killed her ass. Yeah. No pun intended. So I'm going... And I, these are the things I retain. And the whole caboodle. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, I'm, you know. I All right, let's do, do it. it. I don't want to be doing I am, this. Even... I know you don't want to be doing this. I know it. But let's do it. <laughs> We're both here. And I've I've opened this can of worms. So I'm in there. She looks and she just goes, it's uh, she has to look back at her nerve. <laughs> and I don't even know what she says. She's just like, it looks like a, you know, like a Carson Amonga or something like that. I'm just like. <laughs> And then she's got to <laughs> put two fingers it. down and moves my fingers a little bit. So my fingers are holding back. Of course, you're nuts. blocking. Um, yeah, yes, of course. exactly. Push, you're intruding pushes upon Pushes my this. fingers, gets two fingers on one side of the, the cheeks and pull. It just, it's very invasive. And again, she yeah. ain't want to be doing that shit. The old Carson Amonga. And it's, I got you a Carson Amonga, but she's like, I think it's an ingrown hair. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to be. It's the big. Well, I'm sorry, sir. It's the biggest zit I've ever seen. I know, I know. Pop and she's it like, yourself. is it painful? And I was like, noticeable. And this is before we even went there. And she, I'm sure now she's going, noticeable. This asshole's got a noticeable. What does that do? She's, this guy's got a. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm gonna prescribe you a cream. If it gets infected, Ooh, another cream, and gives me the like, wink, wink. That's where things get infected. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, you mean where the poop comes from? And I was like, you know what? You had it coming because of the genes. You rolled with it. I could see you were ready to roll genes, with stuff. Yeah. You don't take this seriously. Yeah, it's true. You you get the you get the stink eye in more ways than one. <laughs> you get the old Carson Among Us. <laughs> so... That's a real life October yeah. horror story for oh, everyone involved and now for the listeners. And I was Friday just driving away and it's 14. just, it's the pause and the, you're a doctor. She's a skin doctor. That's skin. Just go for it, but I'll never, I mean, you'll never you go for commit. it. And it's yeah. just the, no, like fucking come on asshole. What is it? And it's a, 
I got a bump in my undie regis. It's like, come on, fucking <laughs> asshole. Do you got a spot on your dick? Do you have herpes and you know it? And I got to yeah, right. see a fucking face full of herpes right now. Or um, it's in, it's in between me. And I wanted to say perineum. And I don't think guys have a perineum. <laughs> I really don't. I think that's like, what went with it. Though. I was gonna. I was thinking about it. Oh, and well, then my, the afterwards, I was like, "What did I say?" I was like, "You know," I was like, "That's good to hear." I was like, "I didn't want to go," and she talked over me when I said, "I was like, you know, it's a geography thing. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't know if it was a geography thing." And she's like, "Yeah, all right, I'll see you in a year." All right. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to never see you again. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> you gave up the ghost. <laughs> I'm not telling about the other thing I saw because uh, no thanks. I got fringy jeans. Oh God! So there we go. Well, there's a ghost of Christmas present. Oh yeah, it's a present. All that's right. what Scrooge. That's what Scrooge never tells you. And I was like, and then she's got to be like, it's a fucking ingrown hair because you fucking shaved your perineum. You had to get a little close in there because <laughs> you, you got too much time on your hands you know, in quarantine. Yeah. You've been reading too many Maxim magazines. Getting too, too escaped. Too escaped, and I can't escape. You can't? Not, not anymore. Um, you can't escape. That's There's uh, not enough escape. This human existence is... It's... It's... It's a trip, man. You gotta go... That's not gonna be the last time I'm gonna have to say something and be like... Do, yeah. No, everything's good, Doc. Uh, good checkup. We're good. Uh, everything's good. Um, good, good, good. Yeah, good. everything's good. Uh, I think my... Bye. By the way, as you're walking out, I think oh, half of my You gotta butthole, do the click. I mean, anus, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's be real here, is dead because of the smell. <laughs> it's a smell thing. Oh, you just never wiped. <laughs> oh, that's something you have to do. <laughs> okay. At least it was an early morning. It wasn't a. It wasn't a hair up my ass. You know, pun intended. Kind of <laughs> afternoon. Already had a big lunch thing, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go oh, yeah, for it. Yeah. It was early morning. Showered, clean. Like I said, other than the probably horrendous. And I, I suppose I could have put a mirror down there, but it's not my job. Come on. What are you gonna know the difference between? You could put a mirror under your car as well, and like go <laughs> and drain I, your transmission fluid. Uh, the perineum on my car looks a little rusty. I think it's too, and it's too on the nose for a member of the Jerk Practice Podcast. Of all the shit we laugh at, it's too on the nose to go down with rectal cancer. Too much. Too much. It's too yeah. That's meant for more noble folk. Yeah, that's that's a that's a Herbert Hoover thing. You have to have yes. You have to have the highest esteem and dignity to go out with something, quote unquote, funny butthole cancer, lowbrow, low lowbrow, yeah, right? You have to be Calvin Coolidge, and you went out with like a testicular melanoma. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. You can't be like jerk practice and go down because you were unpaled in a dildo. You know. Right, it's like that's why the none of the three Stooges go out because it's like they got, you know, like a rancid pie gave them food poisoning. <laughs> right, you know? like, right, yeah, like Warren Harding, bad just shrimp. Took too many pies to the face. It, it gave him a deep cavity glaucoma. The universe has to balance out. If you're an idiot already, uh, you got to go out with something like 
You get hit by a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody got hit by a truck this morning. <laughs> they did. It's like, no, my Dr. day. Dr. Jeans. My day. It's Dr. only Thursday. Jeans. I should have wore slacks today. Oh, man. Well, on that note, and on the Harding note, Casey, you 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 got something? You want you want you quiz ready? I, I yeah, I think I'm ready. You ready? I can I could take a this, take a hearty quiz. This is definitely definitely up your wheelhouse. I hope I uh, hope I pull it right. So in this quiz, you'll be able to ask me some details, but I get to determine okay. if the details are pertinent or not. Like if you ask gotcha. me era, I probably won't give it to you because it'll be give too much sure. away. Now this is, was it a killer, or was it a White mm-hmm. House filler? I'm looking Ooh. for a serial killer, or a president. And what does oh, this fact attribute it to? And yo, man, what's the difference? Yeah, man, you're gonna be surprised. And the first one starts out with, um, actually, was it a killer? So relative. Or was it a White House filler's uh, relative? relative? Well, that's the only okay. one secondhand. Okay? Got it. So, here we go. Number one. Which one of these people's relatives killed a man while and made others watch? Okay. Alright. So, this happened. These were two men. Mm-hmm. Incredibly violent, incredibly fond of the bottle. They got roaring Still drunk one night, took a 17-year-old man, asked him to do a task. He failed at that task, and they then proceeded to chain him to the floor and forced others to watch as they decapitated and dismembered the young man. After the murder... These men tried to burn the body to clean up the evidence. However, they did not get away with it because an earthquake actually destroyed their burning device, destroyed the, uh, the chimney, and thus put out the fire and left the remains. Later, oh, a dog was seen walking around with human remains, and these men were arrested but they actually escaped. After escaping, they agreed to a suicide pact by shooting each other at the same time. <laughs> but uh, before they could take aim, one of them accidentally killed himself and the other escaped and was never found. Uh, I'm, I'm calling trademark on this story. <laughs> okay. For the film rights. Right. Because, holy lord in heaven, how did we not turn this into it's a pretty wild, 30 minute right? long sketch? Um, so, I got... It's a multiple choice. Okay. It's a multiple choice. Oh, Were okay, these okay. men George Washington's descendants? Technically, they would be... Grand, technically, they'd be like grand nephews. Mm-hmm. Were okay. they Jeffrey Dahmer's great-grandfather and... Great grandfather and accomplice. Okay. Were okay. they Thomas Jefferson's nephews or were they Pee Wee Gaskin's uncle and cousin? 
I mean, because now we're going second, third hand. You said you said earthquake. Earthquake. Which puts you at a time and a place. It could be anywhere, but seemingly we're we're looking at West Coast, Pacific Northwest. That's not bad. And again, doesn't mean you're not you can't be <laughs> George Washington's great grand nephews. Right, because ge- geographically, oh, you got people moving around. So we got GW's grand. We got George Washington is one. Jefferson's two. Yep. George- or Dahmer was in there. Jeffrey Dahmer's great grandfather and an accomplice. I'm going. I'm taking Dahmer off the table. Yeah. I feel like boring family. He's he's the guy. He's ruined that family forever. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, I can't. That's just me. Th- and you're familiar I, with Pee Wee Gaskins, right? I a little bit, yes. Do you have any info? Do you I can, can give you a little info on throw him. Throw in a little. Pee Wee Gaskins was a little person that was mm-hmm. from South Carolina, a pretty prolific hothead. And turned out to be serial killer. Uh, he's most well known after getting. Um, he was a serial killer. He was finally found um, guilty and sentenced to death. But what happened is the Constitution, Supreme Court ruled that the death penalty was unconstitutional he, in he wasn't tall the seventies, right? So yeah. anybody that was on death row when that happened, their sentence got commuted to life. Oh, so God, he yes. okay. lucked out and got his sentence commuted to life. But he's the only guy that, in the meantime, later on in the eighties, the Supreme Court went back, or maybe it was back to the late seventies, went back and ruled that the death penalty actually was constitutional. Now that only meant that people that were on trial could again get the death penalty but anybody that had been commuted would not automatically go back on to death row because that would be cruel and unusual to like give them a sentence take it away and then give it back so peewee gaskins got to keep his life sentence but then he killed a guy in prison with a bomb and got sentenced again to the death penalty and got the electric chair he went for it I do remember that after you you talking, I didn't know the after the fact Pee Wee Gaskin stuff, but oh man! So now I am he's like a red put myself, yeah, and that. So I I took out the Dahmers because it seems a little too Lutherany. Yeah, gotcha. Of a thing, and earthquakes a little too spicy for a a Wisconsinite or a Upper Midwest. So now I'm I'm stuck between a, a Washingtonian, Jeffersonian, or a Gasconian. Gasconian, yep. Fuck. I'm gonna go long. I'm going Washington. You're going Washington. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah, I'm just gonna commit. Yeah. Go for it. All right. You are. Missing which White House filler it was. It was Thomas no, J. It was Thomas Jefferson's TJ. nephews. God so what I did damn. is I obviously just um, uh, amended the all the. I took out the pronouns. I took out the specific details. So, um, when you look at Jefferson's twisted family tree, Lilburn uh-huh. and Ish 
Isham Lewis were Jefferson's nephews, sons of his sisters. They were also incredibly violent and fond of the bottle. On December 15, 1811, things took a horrible turn on their Kentucky plantation. Oh. Roaring drunk, Lil Byrne sent a 17-year-old slave named George to fetch water. When George accidentally broke a pitcher, the Lewis brothers chained the teen onto the floor of a cabin and forced their slaves to watch as they dis- decapitated and dismembered the young man. After the murder, the Lewis brothers ordered the slaves to burn George's body and clean up the evidence. Chances are good that Lilburn and Isham... That would have been a... That would have been a detail. Not I couldn't have left the slaves detail, but I think I told you that the brothers burned the body. I should have said they burned the people that watch body, but um, I don't know if that would have changed. Both slaveholders. No, uh, I was I was gonna go with either Jefferson or Washington. Um, chances are Lilburn and Isham would have gotten away with it had it not been for that meddling mother nature. An earthquake destroyed the cabin's chimney, putting out the fire Oof. and sparing George from total incineration. Later, a dog was seen walking around with the slave's head between its teeth. I think they took some liberties there. Lilburn and Isham were arrested, but the nephew soon escaped. After breaking free, the two agreed to shoot each other. But before they could take aim, Lil... You know how shitty firearms were back then, too? Oh, yeah. They would have just shot each other and, like, one would have shot in the mouth... And, yeah, oh my god. No, that was the detail that put it in a, a, a time frame that, because again, I forgot what Pee Wee Gaskin's time frame was, but when you were like, they committed to shoot each other together, but then one gun didn't work. So you're like, right. you're going like lo fi guns or one guy had a toy. Um, that's it. Lilburn accidentally killed himself, like I said, and Isham, on the other hand, managed to escape. And was never found. found but he is a real horror. That is Oof. that could be a that would be a horror movie. Oh my god! That's a chupacabra That's right there. Sick. Like that ghoul lurking around. You heard the story of Thomas Jefferson's. Like you're at, at the campfire, and somebody's oh like god. gives you a hook hand, and somebody gives you the blob. I know, like that's the... and then you're like, you want to hear about Thomas Jefferson's nephew? And everybody's like, history nerd. It's so boring, and then you get into the grisly details of the antebellum South and slavery, and it's like, oh my god. And that's not, like, that's not even when you think about the South, when you're like, ooh, they're gonna send him down river, like, fucking horror South. Yeah. That, you know, you see in things like uh, uh, Django, and when they talk about it, it was like, that's Virginia! There was a fucking earthquake! Well, Kentucky. Like, oh, it's Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's still. Yeah, Kentucky's, the earthquake is a weird one, huh? Who, what's the last time you heard of a Kentucky earthquake? Uh, a good wrestling I name, the Kentucky earthquake. Kentucky earthquake. Oh, no, totally. That's some shit right From, there. ooh, yeah, that's good. This week, fighting Kentucky for the belt, earthquake. the Kentucky earthquake versus the president's nephew. <laughs> versus his brother. <laughs> one of them's gonna die. <laughs> Oh, they're going to each heat each other on the chair and the head on three. <laughs> the Kentucky earthquake. That's a good That's one. That's good. All right. I like your deduction. Very good. I think you're on, you're, uh, you didn't get it, right. but you're, you're on the right didn't. track. At least that was close. You were. You were. The earthquake didn't throw me off too much, but 
Earthquake? That's crazy. In Kentucky? In 18, 1811? Kentucky, like, 1811. December 15th. That's so fucking crazy. And you know, that's... These are like high-profile people. These are mm-hmm. the... I hate... Fuck these guys, obviously, but like the gentry, like... These are the civilized people. So, like... Ugh. I probably, you know... We all know there was worse shit going on. Alright, number two. Which of these people plotted to have a journalist killed? Okay? This person always talked about discrediting a specific journalist with false information or maybe even attacking this person's sexuality. However, it gets even darker when... This person has people begin camping outside this journalist's house and watching this journalist's every move. In addition to this spying, though, it was even discussed taking the journalist out of the picture, considering poison in the medicine cabinet, maybe rubbing a little LSD on the steering wheel, or causing them to, causing him, the journalist is a him, causing him to wreck his car. Or maybe spiking his drink. Was this our favorite Theodore Bundy? Was it LBJ? Richard Nixon? Or Richard Speck? I'm going with my gut even before the choice. I Oh, Mixy Nixie. You're going Mixy Nixie? Ah, but Ted Bundy's pretty good too. Uh, I well, just... Which way? What's what's Bundy's pulling Bundy's a man of action, you? sadly. Like, the only time Ted Bundy had to worry about press is when he's in jail, which doesn't mean he can't pontificate about, like... But that seems pedestrian, like, I'm gonna rub drugs on his toothbrush. And it's like, Ted Bundy killed many, many people. But so Bundy... he would just be like, I will just cut your wife's head off. Right, Bundy hated blonde women and thought them inferior. Yeah. But he was Mr. Smarty Pants, and I'm just doing some deducing on your hand, and he really wanted to be perceived. He didn't want to be perceived as a guy that murdered and raped and had sex with women's dead corpses. He wanted to be perceived as, like, the slick, nouveau Republican. Yeah. You know? Um, Just saying. Dead Bundy? You you going Bundy? That's, a, that's what she said. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd say. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to unpack that one. <laughs> she said Andrew Jackson. Well, Andrew Jackson, unfortunately, well, well, no, I, Andrew Jackson didn't make this list because his atrocities are, are so atrocious. Are it would just, and he did murder and he, or he so didn't murder. it would be the president, he shot the face the off White the House journalist is a killer. Um, I'm going to say, cause I don't think it would be LBJ necessarily because i feel like he's just he don't care right lbj don't give a fuck gotcha 
He's like, yeah, press, whatever. I'm better than you. I'm Lyndon Baines Johnson. He has enough ego to, like... Rise above it? Why worry about... I don't know. He didn't run for a second term for fear of uh, no, losing because he wanted Kennedy. to grow that long hair and do the those college speaking tours. I'm going to go Nixon because just when you started it, I was like, that sounds like Nixon. Because it sounds like what a nerd would say. I don't just put drugs on his in his car. Right, right. I got gotcha. you. Uh, no spec. Could be wrong. No spec. I'm just specs too skeevy. Right, right. All right. I feel like spec and Bundy. Bundy's above threatening a journalist. Spec would, but spec would be like, I'm gonna sneak in your house and fuck your dog. <laughs> right? Yeah, he wouldn't. I'm gonna blame your mom. And you're That's like, Ugh. That's good deduction. You're a rat person. Going Nixon. Going Nixon. Going Nixon. Going Nixon. And I'm not Nixon you out of this game because you got it right, baby. Oh, right. Old Richie Nixon, let me give you some details. Along with his aides, Richard Nixon talked about discrediting a journalist, Anderson. This is just a journalist who basically did the same Mm -hmm. shit everybody did. Like, just criticized him. Uh, yeah. So he talked about discrediting him with false information or attacking his sexuality. However, things got really dark around 1972, which would be s- serious Watergate shit, when White House yeah, oh, plumbers yeah. Howard Hunt and G. Gordon Liddy <laughs> Duh, of course, yeah. began camping outside Anderson's house and watching his every move. In addition to the spying, the plumbers even discussed taking the journalist out of the picture. They considered spiking his drink putting poison in his medicine cabinet, or rubbing LSD on his steering wheel, hoping the ensuing acid trip would cause him to wreck his car. See, that's just some fucking weak-ass sauce. Yeah. I'm in power. I feel powerful shit. Like, I don't know, just blow cocaine in his face. You don't even know how it works. Like, like... Uh, no, I just I don't know. Maybe crushed drugs in his shoes. See, that's Nick. That's the nerdy though. Like, I feel like if LBJ really, if some something really got his ire, and maybe LB, I feel like anybody really powerful would just be like, um, get me somebody. Uh, I want to put two in the back of this guy's head, and then make him no, disappear. No, like just there would be no. Like, and that's what they say about LBJ is he was in with getting rid of Kennedy. But LBJ strikes me as a blow dart guy. Put something in a dart, shoot in his ass, and then when he falls over, take the dart out of his ass. Like, it's practical, not this, like, well, if you were to bake things into cookies, he likes cookies, right? And then you just, it's like, because what was Nixon? Nixon was a Quaker. Yeah. He's not a... He's a dirt bag of a person, but he grew up like a super weirdo religious guy. Whereas LBJ is just a scumbag, and a scumbag would just be like, "I will pay my third cousin, Reese, right, to bury you in a chimney and then blame it on an earthquake." Um, nice, nicely done. I can just foresee, like, in some stupid political comedy. Like trying to put the ass, all the ways they're trying I to just, kill this on guy. The steering trying wheel. to put the ass on the steering wheel, but like just absorbing it in their own skin. So as he gets behind <laughs> yes, his own car, he just crashes into the car. He just put acid on the wheel. No, but you can see it happen because I would wear the glove, 
and try to daintily sprinkle it on the steering wheel. But then when I get back to the van... You turn you on the like AC man- and it blows right into your face. Right, exactly. You'd have mayonnaise on your face. Right. Oh, yeah. You'd have to yes, wipe yes. it off. Yeah. And you then idiot! You'd freak out. <laughs> I would forget that I had the gloves on still. And then we'd you just, they'd just be built stoned. Oh, man. And this guy would be like, who put all this crushed weird fish food on my steering wheel? I guess I'll... Uh, I'm going to drive with my sleeve. I'm going to put my driving gloves on. Because I'm a journalist. <laughs> like, God damn it. Uh, this one, uh, we'll see. This is going to take some serious, serious uh, brain power on this one, I think. Case. Right. We'll see if I get you. Now, in addition to what you know this person as, to what mm-hmm. this person is primarily famous for, this person also worked the lines at a suicide hotline. Was gotcha. it? A. Jimmy Carter B. Barack Obama C. Ted Bundy D. Jeffrey Dahmer I'm going Ted Bundy You're going Bundy on this one I'm going going Bundy Just a flat Bundy Can you you, ask why? I feel like I'd heard about it or there are some of those pictures of him like hanging out with people where he's really smiley. And I feel like that was... he. I'm going Okay, that's TV. good deduction. Uh, or potential previous knowledge. You are correct. Uh, right. uh, so Ted Bundy worked at a suicide hotline center, but what's interesting about it, and you may have heard of this author. She's written like 30 books, and I think the Bundy book put her on the map. Her name's Anne Rule. She's written like a oh, fucking okay. million books on true crime and everything like that. And I think her first one, like she, because she worked at this hotline with Bundy, like they had some sort of kinship. So he let her into his little world. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the few people. And that's how she kind of got her, her start. Well done. You're up. You're up. You're up. Okay. Yeah. Cause okay. That's what I thought. Cause I was like, I think he was like a nurse or something. I get you like, with, I thought I'd get you with a couple humanitarian presidents though. I'd have to look it up. Oh, Jimmy no, Carter that... might be on a, working a suicide hotline right, down yeah. at his Episcopal church right now. <laughs> He's looking at windows right Still now. Still doing Sunday school every Sunday in the middle of a Corona. The man's Iron Man. It's divine. Um, all right. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> Casey, number four. Which of these people have a blood type that does not match their semen? This is a one <laughs> in a million genetic condition. Was it A? Is it A? Andre Chikatilo. B. William Jefferson Clinton. C. John F. Kennedy. <laughs> Or D, our favorite, good old BTK, Dennis uh, Rader. Dennis Rader. Uh, what I want to say is, old, old bad Billy, old, old Billy boy. Um, Why would you want to say old Billy boy? I don't know, because it's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe because you could prove it because of the... The stain on the dress and all that. That's what I was thinking. 
But I feel like they'd have hung that on him. Like, oh, he's even worse than you thought. Well, wait, hold on. How could they, though? Right? With the dress, she's saying, I got proof, semen on the dress. And then his lawyer could be like, it's not going to matter. Mr. Clinton has a one in a million genetic condition. And that semen's not going to match his blood type. The only way I like, because it's still one of my favorite uh, jokes from uh, (laughs) Weekend Update was just Norm MacDonald saying, and they got it back. And the stain was mustard. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just that classic dumb throwaway Bill Clinton joke of like, he's fat. That's so good. He likes sandwiches. Um, I want to say that just for that. Because it is, you could lean into it. I feel like it's Chikatilo. Chikatilo? You familiar with Chikatilo? A little bit, yeah. He was, uh, I don't, he was Soviet. He wasn't Russian, I forget. I'm trying to think of the D. He might have been Ukrainian. I think he was really But he was a, like a Ukrainian serial killer. And I think even to this day, you know, you got all these serial killers saying they've killed like 400 people uh-huh. or reporters theorizing that Ted Bundy actually killed 200 people in this. But I think Chikatilo still has the record. That's not like a genocidal like, politician or authoritarian of killing like 50 people that can be worse tied specifically to him. I don't know if he was much of a sexual deviant. Thing. That's true. That's true. Because I know the name and I don't know if it's just because I know the name. Uh, do, 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 do I change and go Sunday schooler? Sunday spoiler? Dennis Rader? DR. Doctor. Doctor scene. Doctor. <laughs> Gross. That fucking but that's just cat. my name. You ever, like, he is, like, living, he is just living his scumbag dream right now. Because everybody, he's so fucked up, everybody's trying to, like, crack his code, and he's getting to use all this pull because, you know, profilers still want to talk to him biographers want everybody wants a piece of him and so to get this he's getting like this lever so he's got like a he's got fucking cable he doesn't just have a tv clark bars does that guy eat in a day and like that's all it takes is like well just give me a a box of swiss miss (laughs) and um some condensed milk (laughs) It's gross. You're the grossest person in the world. <laughs> just, just walking um, by, seeing him sucking on a can of condensed milk. <laughs> I don't so, even need so, one. Too sweet. Yeah, exactly. His teeth are gone. All right, I'm going. I'm going. Dr. Going Dennis Raider. The Raider. I'm going. Switch yeah. midstream. I could be wrong. All right. Well. Should have went with your instincts, man. Should have. Okay. Can't let the quiz master get in your head here, baby. I know you didn't. You you did, but you didn't. It was. And I was like, I know that name, but I don't. It's Chickatillo. Maybe it was just to assuage my own rotten. My it was own good. Dennis, Dennis Raider, Raider condensed like, milk brain. Dennis where it was like, do I know forever. too much about them? Every left all his genetic. Like he didn't. He wanted. He was one of the serial killers that wanted to leave 
He was a wet bandit. That's yeah, pretty mean, right. But... No, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, he wanted to leave make a all reference. the evidence, and they didn't tie it to him. Obviously, they, you know, based on that, they didn't tie it to him because he didn't do anything else. He's a scumbag dog catcher. Um. All right, but it was uh, Andre Chikatilo. It was it Chikatilo? And, but yeah. he was actually caught, and like they had him dead to rights, but he was released to kill again. Because his blood type didn't match the one found at the crime scenes. Turns out he has a one in a million genetic condition in which his blood type, taken from a blood sample, is different from the type found in the old shorts juice. Oh man, like if you look at it, it's like one of those old timey drawings of what the way they used to think humans worked. His top tank didn't match his bottom tank. Right, right. His shorts heart didn't pump blood to the chest heart. He, the the that's 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 like serial killer. That's a good serial killer. Right? He willed it, willed his body. Hold back some of that tight. Don't mash. You're not allowed. Oh wait, well you know what that that that's perfect case because this is you got a last question and you're all tied up. All right, this could perfect. mean. Either this you are it. a serial killer or you'll be president one day. That's what the that's oh, what this that's, outcome will mean. That's what the, the old guidance counselor used to say. Alright, here we go. But we all know Watertown didn't have a guidance counselor, so it was just it was just my mother. I ha- you know, Watertown High School had a guidance counselor. They had a guidance counselor office. I think they had a few. And I don't know what why I ended up going in to talk to one. Because there was no chance of anything a guidance counselor could do to help me. I was like, there was like one month left in my senior year. You know what I mean? Oh my God, you're right. Like a guidance counselor could have done nothing for me. Like maybe if I'd met a year before, they could have been like, uh-huh. get your grades up. Uh, we can do this on your record. Maybe do some community service. If you want to go to school, if you don't want to go to school, here's some options for some training you can do or local. Like I was going to be out of school in a month. My grades were miserable. I think already every college I'd applied to had said no. I didn't, as you know, um, we were like the art school nerds, but I didn't put anything together in the form of any portfolio. Uh, No acquirable skills. Didn't, just had no. Anyways, and I sat down and this person's looking at my stuff and I was like, (laughs) I was probably talking with some kind of affect to be cool, but she was like, you sound like you're from California. And she's got all <laughs> her shit in front of her from me. Like, and you, you, I was like, oh yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, really? And she's like, yeah, are you from California? And I was like, no, believe it or not, man, I'm from here. <laughs> I'm like, just from and down the street, man. I like, could walk to here. Okay, that's it. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I guess I'll should... be president. Go <laughs> or sell your killer, I don't know. Going to Cali, call me the or Kentucky. Both have good earthquakes, man. Kentucky Cali killer, you know whatever. That's so funny. I never thought like because you know we grew up with the '80s movies, so it's like the guidance counselor is a huge part of that story, that narrative that you have of like you go to high school and you have to check all these boxes off, and you have that like. You know, the guidance counselor is like the dean for college movies. 
So yes. it's like, this uptight counts, guidance counselor doesn't know anything about me. Or they're really cool and groovy. I think... You don't know. Is the tr- and now I just yeah. feel like in Watertown, it was just an office. And everybody drew a, drew about five grand off of the paycheck for the fake guidance counselor. Right. And it was like, oh, old Frywald's coming in. And I put the beard on and, and pretend like you think his California accent's cool. Talk him up. Uh, he probably likes California. <laughs> He's got skate shoes on. <laughs> Uh, Yay, bro! I feel like the high school guidance counselor. I feel like the tro- the de- college dean is like the trope is like stuffy and by the rules and don't yeah. mess things up for me. But I feel like it's all the guidance counselor. The trope is like they're just always super out of touch. Like right, like in Beavis and Butthead was that the guidance counselor? Uh, that well, was, he was the, the art guy? teacher, I think. Right? He was the art teacher. Okay, maybe yeah. Uh, guidance counselor from Freaks and Geeks, maybe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The tall guy, the bald, yeah. scarecrowy looking guy. Yeah. Well, I just saw him in something. Oh, he was in the boys. Probably didn't recognize him, but he was well. Uh, did I? Uh, did you have you watched that yet? No, I'm okay. not. I'm not caught up on Maybe it. Maybe you'll. They they do a good job costume, but I was like, oh, I get it, because Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, they're producers. Get this oh, guy sure. Yeah, duh. He's a cool dude. All right, Casey, this one's for all the money, baby. All the marble. All the Gaskins. All the presidents or all the murders. Killers or fillers. Which one of these people's brains has gone missing (laughs) and has yet to be recovered? All right? Which of these people's brains has gone missing and has yet to be recovered? After this person's autopsy, their brain was put into storage inside of a footlocker. This also contained their blood and tissue samples. This was all stashed away in an archive. However, three years later, it was discovered that the locker had gone missing. The slides, the bone fragments, they've all disappeared along with the brain. No one knows what happened but there might be a perfectly reasonable answer. Aliens. Was it A. Abraham Lincoln, B. H.H. Mm-hmm. Holmes, C. John F. Kennedy, or D. Joseph Stalin? Oh no, these are all really good. God damn. Because they all could work. Mm-hmm. But I gotta go with... You'd want to keep ab- an abnormal's brain. Sure. Like H.H. H. Holmes. I guess there'd be two reasons, right? Well, let me so... introduce. You keep a perfect brain or a weirdy brain. Right, exactly. You'd want to examine it and, and see what the difference was. And that would be the time period to do that. Like, yeah, just cut that shit off and let's look at how rotten this guy's brain is because he's a rotten rotten individual or i guess if they died under suspicious circumstances could be that yeah. one poison true bullet, true could go stalin bullet, but i feel pain. like stalin's too beloved in the system i mean because they got lenin under glass yeah 
Which doesn't mean they didn't, haven't lost Lennon's brain to aliens. <laughs> so it's like a twofer. Um, but you said bone fragments, so that leads me to believe the two beloved assassinated American presidents. Ooh. Unless Ooh. it's fragments from cracking it open. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see where I saw fragments. I'm also, going... the box also contained blood and tissue samples. Mm-hmm. Stashed away in an archive. Discovered that the box was gone. Sure. Then it says um, I'm gonna samples say and fragments. Yeah, it does. Because of fragments and because any time before Stalin or JFK, you know, like they thought people's brains were just like cauliflower you know like why would you save his brain okay. it just smells bad all right i gotcha or a blood sample seems very modern so i'm gonna go jfk going the classic going with the and with the aliens and the oh yeah that's the mythology of it it's very x filesy. okay okay which kennedy though, which doesn't I mean, take away from stalin but they uh i feel like they would have kept Stalin under under ice or something. Down. I mean, they were really, you know, specific on keeping all of Kennedy's evidence, keeping it you know, same. All right, you're going I'm Kennedy? Going J. Francis. Going with uh, Johnny F.K. Casey, you won the quiz. Future <clears throat> President Van Heel 2024. It's happening. Let me get you. Look for my brain. All right. Uh, They're going to lose it. I, tr- I guarantee it. That's crazy. They lost Kennedy's brain. Let me read it for you. When Dallas County Medical Examiner Earl Rose tried to perform an autopsy on the president's body, the corpse was forcibly removed by federal officials. This is a paragraph prior just to lead us in. When the actual autopsy yeah. was performed at Bethesda National Naval Medical Center in Maryland, the doctors did a really sloppy job, failing to properly examine wounds or analyze the president's clothing. And while that might add fuel to the conspiracy theory fire, it pales in comparison to what happened to JFK's brain. After the autopsy, the president's brain was put into a stainless steel cylinder, almost almost slipped what? there, stainless steel cylinder, which was then stored inside a footlocker. The box also contained Kennedy's blood and tissue samples, and all this evidence was stashed away in the National Archive. But three years later... Officials discovered the locker was gone. All those autopsy slides and bone fragments had disappeared right along with the brain. While no one knows what happened to the box, there has to be a perfectly reasonable answer. Or maybe it was those damn alien mobsters. That's this fool getting a little (laughs) cheeky. Oh, but still, I love it. Nice. I mean, no wonder there's a conspiracy if you can't even keep the old man's brain... They got Lincoln's face, for God's sakes. The, there was one more question, but I thought it'd be too on the nose, and it was, um... <laughs> <laughs> Who's Barack Obama's husband? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh... Which, um, dermatologist doctor went insane and started <laughs> killing all the Californians she could find after a Randy <laughs> inspection? <laughs> Oh man. 
That one's good. It's fun, right? There was a, there was a lot of info in there that I feel like I should have known. You did not. There was there's definitely some I didn't put in there. There was I I got to read all about what uh, we all heard you mention last episode about uh, the hollow earth theory. Um, yeah, John yeah. Quincy Adams. That shit's absolutely bonkers. And then the Jacksonian one was um is just. It's something like, uh, uh, what is it? I'm watching Preacher right now. And what was the, like, the effete vampire club? It's like Les Enfants oh, du yeah. Mont or something. Uh, and it's something like where you're like, oh my God, this character in a movie, he should be in like Django Unchained because it's Andrew Jackson and he adopted, stole, killed their parents, this Native American boy. And only referred and had everybody refer to him as his pet. It's like, this is my pet. It's just like, oh my oh, god. god. That's so funny that you say that because I've been meaning to mention it like, you know, like many, many weeks ago we had talked about how we had driven that RV across the country. Mm-hmm. And like that RV was like the chrysalis for my dumb dadness mm-hmm. because I'm like halfway through this biography about Napoleon. Okay. And like, that's all I want to talk about with people. Oh. And, and everyone I work with is 22. So they're also like, why, 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 why does every, why do all roads lead to Napoleon? I'm like, well, because on Elba, um, <laughs> is but it Napoleon true? did, have a uh when he took the campaign to egypt uh-huh he found a young man there oh boy of middle eastern descent sure and was like you're coming home with me bodyguard for the rest of his life oh very similar jacksonian like you're the only man i can trust you can sleep in a bed outside my bedroom door which is literally what it said in the book it was like he slept at the foot of his bed or outside his bedroom door it's like michael scott um yeah, no, really. What? I, that's interesting employing someone you've captured as your bodyguard, right? Like, yeah. because Very there's some real chance for a little turn on you. A real twist chance Oh, there. Napoleon turned it on when he went to the Middle East, though. Oh, really? Pretty suave? <laughs> no, it's just... He... Well, because he's such a nerd, like, which is the, like, the most interesting thing about it is that he is so much a nerd. Like, I can identify with him more than I ever thought I could, because I guess my only frame of reference for Napoleon was, like, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Egotist. And that he's, like, he's short and he's an asshole. Right. Which neither, I mean, I guess he's an asshole, but he wasn't. Short. That's what I was going to ask. I heard that that was always been a myth that he was short. Because he was so young and so powerful and like shot to the top of the charts yeah. so quick. Billboard charts. That he was like the people around him hated him so much. And it was in that era of the like mid 1800, like early 1800s and printing press. Like, so it was it. it Reminds me so much of today because there were like pro Napoleon or anti Napoleon, so everybody oh. that was pro Napoleon was so hard on like 
like think it's it's Fox News but for Napoleon or it's CNN but against Napoleon. So they were just like he's short. He can't please women. Sure. Like all of the negative stuff was just they were they like had oh, to come up printing presses are cool. Like let's just write whatever we want. It's so interesting you say that cuz or wait, so you're wait, let me not, not get off track there. You're 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 reading Napoleon's biography. You're driving a Drive, drove an a RV, truck, an RV, and just you know, like, just I felt very the the dumb daddiness of me had come full form, of just like I only wear shorts now, no socks. No. With Careful the shoes. when you sprinkle that LSD, you might get it on your toes. No, but I was laughing because I found a note in my phone from the trip, and it was just like those were the notes. It's like you're reading biography about Napoleon driving an RV. All you care about is. What the weather's going to be tomorrow. And I was like, you're fully formed dumb dad. But when you're on the road, game respects game. I met, like, in a classic Pokemon match. Here I thought I had done it. I saw this dude. Is he reading with, Grant? And I was like, I can't wait to tell Hans. Because it is, the like, now what dumb dad looks like. Tie-dyed. Oh, yeah. NASA t-shirt. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hot chili pepper, chef pants, <laughs> Those are the Crocs, worst. yeah, and uh, the <laughs> the headband tied in the front though, Ooh, like your Tupac, like a Tupac rough. headband. This like guy's bald and white, it. by the way. Oh, he Tupac'd it, yeah. Tie dye NASA, chili pepper pants, Michelin star for dadness. Oh, indeed, that's on the menu. <laughs> oh, yeah, indeed. Well, Casey, I don't know if this is dadness, but I got an update for you. Actually, my uh, my brother just sent this to me. Remember a few episodes back, you were talking about a mysterious. This is we're getting back to the spooky about a mysterious yeah. jetpack flying over LAX. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, it's back, baby. Spotted again oh, in the chains? skies over Los Angeles. An unidentified man seen flying a jetpack near Los Angeles International Airport again. Man was spotted by the flight crew around uh, 1.45 yesterday. Uh, China Airlines crew reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack at an approximate altitude of 6,000 feet. That would be about about seven miles northwest of LAX. Um... That's all I got. I think there's video and well, shit. And of again, it, you got you. You're rocking this jetpack. You're mm-hmm. vibing it. You're like, this is gonna be. This is gonna change the world. Like, why fly it so close to an airport? Right. I. That's why I drive think that it's stuff like... out to the desert. Like, it's a couple hours away from L.A. Just drive out to the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh shit! But that's the thing. Then who's going to be talking about you, Hansi? You you invent a jetpack. You can fly twelve thousand feet in the air, no problem. Just maneuver, shimmy, shake, play your play your podcast. That's an ego man. That's no an ego man. Know. That's an LBJ an up there. Man. That's an LBJ. No, we got a Nixon. We got a Nixon with a jetpack down in LAX. Oh, he's from California too. If no one sees me. Sprinkling LSD all over the, what do you call them? Well, I guess he just hated the hippies. <laughs> the airwaves. <laughs> Fucking A. 
Well, the silent majority. No, but that was all. Uh-oh. That was his dog whistle. That guy. Did you hear about old Muskie? Did he? Uh, did he go the way of the old husky? Oh, Musk died, man. right? He's, he's bringing it in hot. He's going for it. What? He's he's just oh, not actual media. Muskie that oh, ran against I Nixon. I said Muskie, and I was like Elon. Okay, Elon Musk. Gotcha, gotcha. Far less cool than the actual Muskie. Which Michigan. should be good. What's like a? Isn't there a Jeopardy topic where it's like, where the first name is this person and the second name is this person, and so the question would be like, or it'd be like, this person invented the electric car while running for <laughs> vice president say, in nineteen seventy. I Elon Musk go any further and do a, a quiz for you next week. That's Musk or Muskie, but it would be the easiest quiz in the world. I don't know. I don't Who know enough was about born Muskie, in South Africa? That would be the most like if you're listening. Like, I mean, what percentage of people are like, man, you got to listen to this Elon Musk? score. I don't even know Muskie's first. I don't name. even know his first name. I don't either. Leland Muskie. Leland. <laughs> Leland, <laughs> it's only Leland Muskie. <laughs> oh, Leland's a good name. I no, it's not Leland. He I go by the wood burning car, which got him his governorship of Michigan. It runs on. Um, yeah, I think Muskie might have been the guy who had to drop out because, like, this is how different politics are. Because he went and saw a shrink, right? And it came out there like he once sought psychiatric help. I think so because in the in Fear and Loathing on the campaign trail, they talked about how Muskie was a lizard and got like lizard medicine or whatever. <laughs> Everybody was like, "Wait, what are you trying to say?" And I think perhaps it came out it was like, "Oh, by lizard medicine, do you mean psychiatric help?" Right, like and, get rid of him. And it was just like he just saw a shrink for like stress one time. And they just tried to bury it, and somebody found out, and like that's all it took. They're like, "This guy's you can't beat the old prairie gentleman, man." Mm-hmm. Steady hands, no need for help other than his own family and his own strong back, and the ch- and his faith in God and corn, <laughs> which got him absolutely nowhere. Yeah, that was the wrong, the wrong path. Um, didn't I cut you? Oh, what is what's the Musk deal? Oh, then? I was just gonna say. Well, Elon Musk has been, like, hitting it hot, like, hitting the old social media waves. He was going at Bill Gates, calling him a knucklehead, <laughs> talking about how he'd never take He's going to be president, vaccine. isn't he? Oh, no, that's what, like, that's why I was like, oh, oh, he's being cheeky. Uh, the competitor for the electric car, um, I think they're called liquid liquid something it's a new competitor for an affordable electric car okay um with a government subsidy you can get it for like sixty nine thousand dollars sixty nine nine hundred dollars so musk was like oh shit how about you get the series s for sixty nine four twenty oh my god so to which everybody's like yo he's dope in like SpaceX, he's you know all the satellites are going to give the world free internet. Also, he told the Pentagon he could deliver a weapon anywhere in the world in one hour. There <laughs> so, you go. <laughs> Slipstream. He's cool. 
He, uh, I could actually... see. So he's got all this money. He's he's a total ego moron. All he would need to do, it's not going to happen. But if he can get it done in the next two months or before December, potentially, get a backdoor deal going with the Trump administration. Get Trump to pass some shilky law where it says you no longer need to be a naturally born citizen to run for president. Is it? Oh is, yeah. His ass is in there, no problem. He'd have it locked up. Like, that's the whole thing. He's going for, like, nerd bros. To which he does. He's just like, I smoke weed and I'm rich. Right. Which is hilarious. It would be if he and wasn't then you're such like, a... Except... He just... And his truck, his electric truck, running off secret stolen... A secret stolen brain. Oh, we, we know who's... The Hope is 62. That's why it only, uh... Reverses back and to the left. Boom! <laughs> Somebody looked at my asshole today, and it wasn't my wife. I asked her, and she said, no, go see a doctor. <laughs> oh, man. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh... I got to give you a, there's a movie out there, joy work for everybody out there. It's called Hubie Halloween. It's available on Netflix. Give it a watch. Oh, God. I got a review Sandler coming one. down the pike for that baby. <laughs> oh my God. I was seriously, I, I won't, uh, I won't get into it, but I will say I did watch this movie and about 10 minutes in, I was laughing so hard. It was annoying my wife. And I was crying, and I wasn't laughing for any of the reasons you guys might expect. Right, I was because it was, yeah. I think you have an idea, but <laughs> yeah, oh, I was, I've, <laughs> I've seen what you have sent. Yeah. Oh. And I wondered, because I was like, is Sandler back? And I saw the cast of this movie, and then I saw what you sent, and I was like, oh, I don't think so. I, don't think it's I think it's a yet. return to form. <laughs> Halloween Eve. Danger is afoot. I'm going to make sure every citizen in this town is protected. What is that monitor? Looks like you made that sash from one of your mother's scarves. (laughs) (laughs) There's something off in this town. We got an untold mystery here. I say Marco, you say Polo. Marco! Weirdo! Oh, Hubie, don't go out there. Shalem needs me. Not sure what's happening in this creepy town. The police department is advising everyone to stay home and lock their doors. Ah! What are we screaming at? (sighs) You know what I think done it? A werewolf. I think you've been watching too many scary movies, Louise. Before we go, because we talked about it last week, and they had a marathon on AMC, and I had luckily put AMC on one shift when I was working. And just because we went in hard on on 13.1 and 13.2, I was like, oh, this is 13.2, so I was paying attention. I have to say, re-watching it from the side... There's this amazing montage okay. of the fat sheriff. Yes. 
And it's just the longest run through the woods you've ever seen because I was doing other things and I was like, he's still running. He ends up in the house. Yeah. They did the genius cuts of like, this guy is not a guy who can run. He could barely do three flights of stairs, right? but they show him hot chest in it. And then they cut to like a foot splash and then back to a hot chest through the woods. And then like a stuttle step, a stutter step over a branch and he runs for 15 minutes straight. Yeah. And he, I was out of breath, and I'm not a fit person. <laughs> and his ass, yeah, and he gets to that, to Jason's little shack, his Unabomber shack. That's where he ends up, yeah. That's where he ends up, and he really is like, he's far too chill when he gets in the shack, I'd say. For all that yeah. running and having, you know, a maniac chasing you, when he gets in, he's like, find? like, it's almost like he's like, craftsmanship. <laughs> game respects game but let me tell you this bachelor. if you think that is long and winded jason 3d the first part starts with this old haggy couple that run a convenience store in the middle of nowhere camp crystal lake but they live in the back of it so it's like a bodega but they live in the back of it and mm-hmm. he raises rabbits as well and so well, this guy is like for whatever reason, his wife is like, they just hate each other. It's like husband and yeah. wife, like uh, the lo- yeah. Lockhorns or whatever. They hate each other. She's bitching at him. He should be on a diet. And as she's yelling at him from the other, like from the toilet about like being on a diet, he's going through and picking through like food that he's still selling. So he opens donuts, takes a bite, Ooh, puts the donut key. back in, puts it on the shelf, picks up a piece of lettuce and is like, no way. And then he does all that and <laughs> it goes on. For ever, it is. Yeah, everybody's got to check it out, and no need to put your three D glasses on because you'll know what's three D, and ain't none of it murder. <laughs> none of it. Watch out for flying. Um, oh my god! Watch out! There's literally <laughs> juggling, a juggling, yeah. juggling things where he drops his ball and one leg falls out. <laughs> but it is the first time you'll ever see the Jason mask show up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's that classic trope of fat nerd who like comes along and you're oh, like, why is he coming along? And like the girls take pity on him. So he takes that as like a lead in and they're like, I think his name's like Harmon or something. They're like, Harmon. No, I don't think you like that. And he's such a bitch. He's just like, well, it's because I'm fat. Nobody would sleep with me. And it's like, fucking kill this kid. <laughs> I can't wait to see you die. Uh, well, it harkens back to the original Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's was exactly it. That, exactly. And it. that was a fat, annoying guy in a wheelchair who you're like, does he even need the wheelchair? He's so annoying. You don't believe that he is handicapped. Is wheelchair. Was there a wheelchair in two or is that three I'm thinking of? Did uh, you see one in two? Thirteen. Yeah. Because I know you're talking about uh, Texas, but there's either a wheelchair yeah. in two or three, and it's oh, the hunkiest wheelchair man you've ever seen. And basically, oh, in- all these people want to go to a honky-tonk for their last night before they're really going to hit making camp awesome hard, cleaning it up. And wheelchair guy's like, no, I can't get in your My truck. I'm in a wheelchair. Work. And so a horny babe is like, oh, yeah, I don't feel like going either. And it basically either comes down to two things, like she's putting it on strong, and I forget, it's either like, no, we can't have sex because I can't 
like the stairs aren't wheelchair right. accessible or <laughs> oh no i'm yeah. crippled like i don't have any right, feeling in can't. my penis but it's a very feel sad bad. yeah so it's a horror i hope it's the ramp and not the other right but also the horror <laughs> the ramp there's I got no the old ramp old... <laughs> that's the ramp thing is like a a twilight zone thing like a really lazy <laughs> yeah. twilight zone uh, the in a world ramp. with no ramps tony can't get jerry wet all right enough <laughs> On a June night in 1980, Friday the 13th, 12 of her friends were murdered. Why should Friday the 13th, 1981, be any different? Friday the 13th, part two. The body count continues. 14. nothing you can do about it nothing you can larue about it yeah not gonna be nice no you don't like it (laughs) no i do i do tony larusa might be coming back as the white Sox manager tony larusa the uh, actual actual tony you thought he died in the woods 10 years ago is being brought back up and he's top contender for From the White the Sox grave? manager job. Oh boy. You're not thinking Lasorda, be... right? Larusa. Long hair, Larusa. Yes, I was thinking both if that's possible both simultaneously. Yeah, I I had, I kind of had that feeling too. But the thing Lasorda's of... the fat white old white-haired slim Dodgers fast. guy. Slim fast. But LaRusa was the old Cardinals. But right? he also he was Cardinals, but I forgot he coached the White Sox from like 1986 to like 1998. 
Bring him home. Bring him, Bring him home. Bring him home. He, that, and it was bad blood between him and Ryan town, And they're just like, let's do it. Needs a new, that town needs an enema. He, he might be, he might be dead. Maybe that's on our Halloween thing. We might have hired a ghost. Probably do better than old <laughs> Renteria. His, his bones in a old bat bag. I just wanted to ep- end the third episode with <laughs> just more gotta, useless shit. The last that time we'll like. talk about. I don't care about ba- I don't care about that baseball. And then when you laser it into a fucking team, none of us are from Chicago. <laughs> you guys aren't from Chicago. What are we doing here? The sign off was ten minutes ago. <laughs> Thought there was something in it, it for somewhere. Me. That's our Halloween gift to you: the horror of dumb dad baseball talk. That was our trick. Because the doctor already got her treat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> trick or treat? It's under my underwear zone. It's somewhere between under- tricks or treats. <laughs> underwear. Zone. It's probably <laughs> jokes on me. She's like, that shit's fucking cancer. And I ain't telling her. I'm making up a word right now. That's why the other nurse was looking in her iPad, not to avert her gaze from (laughs) the gaze of either she was laughing. Don't want to give it away. What do you want me to write? She was screaming, fainted, or vomited. Uh, Which has been a giveaway. How do you spell carsamunga, doctor? (laughs) The benign carsamunga? (laughs) Sure. We're going to make the history books with this one. This asshole's got two months. Tell him it's an ingrown hair. There's nothing he can do about it. This asshole's got another asshole. Yeah. It's a benign carcimunga. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> oh, the horror. Everyday dad living. The horror, the horror. Exterminate the brutes. All right, you guys.